um, I'll, I'll, uh, start recording, start recording. Can I say something? Let's talk about, ooh, do I want to bring that up? It's nothing bad, but do I want to bring that up? Oh, oh, guess what, guess hey, what? Hey, 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 let's sit down, let's sit down, let's sit down before he gets active. It's about to get active, it's about to get active. Welcome to the Created for Greatness podcast, hosted by the Strive Initiative and the Pottstown School District. Conversations from students about vision, dreams, aspirations, and thought-provoking ideas. This is AJ from Pottstown Voices. This is Corey. And we also have a special guest. We have Mr. Producer. (laughs) Mr. Producer. Yeah, we have Mr. Producer. That works. I like that. Yeah. Mr. Producer, Zach Jackson, the man behind the computer, who is never on the microphones by never. design. Well, That's... unless unless you're telling us something mm. behind behind the mic. Yeah, right. behind the mic. On the mic that doesn't record. But yeah. today, I'm in the podcast room uh, at a mic that does record. Which How is kind of weird. It is kind of weird. But we're going to roll with it. Because today... Uh, we are gonna we're gonna try to play a game. Mm-hmm. It's a game that we normally play with a huge group of people, but we've got two very competitive young men here very who good. think that yes, we are. they could destroy each other. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred. Right. Very competitive folks, and also it means that I have to be the judge, which is kind of, <laughs> I mean, a little he, uncomfortable. He thinks it's not gonna be fair, but I think it is. Oh yeah, it's because you think you're gonna win. No. <laughs> May the best man win. Exactly. Agreed. Good sportsmanship. Agreed. May the best man win. So this game, it's called On the Spot. And the way that this game works is that I have a list of topics, and you have not seen those topics. You have no idea what I'm going to ask. And I'm going to have to put one of you on the spot at a time. And that person is going to have to, without planning, speak for two to three minutes about a topic they have not prepared for. Um, the goal is to sound confident, insightful, inspirational, hilarious, whatever works for you, make it happen. And then the other person will go. And then I get to pick who was the best. Well, hilarious is my thing, so. Okay. Monty, buddy. Okay. Oh, the game is on. All right. All right, so you have between two to three minutes. Your first topic is a very difficult topic, very serious, very relevant to our times right now, given the state of the world. I don't watch the news, so I'm not prepared for this. Which Pokemon would make the best actual pet oh and my why? God, yes. Okay. Go. I think the very best Pokemon for a very good pet would be either Charizard or like Squirtle. Because either one of those two, of course, has to be from Gen 1. That's like my in my opinion, that's one of the best gens. But in I feel like everybody else would probably agree with me that Charizard is really good for flying, like maneuvering, traversal. He's also very good for like let's say you want to cook something or stay warm. He's very good for that. And Squirtle. Hey, look. He, he's like a flotation device if you ever get stuck in the water. Um, <laughs> he's overall a very good Pokemon. And I just love the fact that this is a question. 
I love the fact that this is a question. And other stuff that I love about this that I'm going to add a third Pokemon. I feel like Lucario would be a very good one too. My reasoning behind that is because he can sense when danger is about to happen. Like his aura can sense every single thing about to happen. Like also Greninja too. He has aura, I'm pretty sure too. Like, cause in the in one of the Pokemon episodes, he goes back and Ash goes back and finds Greninja with Lucario, and they're both very good Pokemon together, and that's one of the reasons why I think they'll be very good Pokemon for you and maybe your friends too. Okay, so your your top pick is four. Yes, four. <laughs> One of them is constantly on fire. Yes. Okay. Interesting picks. Uh, let's see what Corey does. All right. You want to go get him? Yes, I will get him. Nerve-wracking. Yeah, oh, you should be nervous. This is serious stuff. Very. Remember. It's a serious question. Serious question. Yeah. Remember to talk confidently into the microphone. Okay. Okay. This is a... Uh, a very pressing topic that is important to this time and place. Right now, there are some big developments happening in this field, and it's important for us to um, discuss this, I think. So the question is, which Pokemon would make the best actual pet in real life, and why? You just asked somebody who doesn't watch Pokemon anymore, and I barely watched it when I was younger. <laughs> you actually had me nervous. Um, <laughs> I would say Pikachu, because it it likes to protect its owner, and it's it's a, it's a little goofy. <laughs> I really don't remember everything, but but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it likes to um protect. Um, his owner, and he likes to goof around a, couple, a lot. Tell me what you would do with your Pikachu. Oh, if my Pikachu, um, then I would take him to a training field. We would light a whole bunch of stuff up, and then I would teach him um, stuff. <laughs> you would light some stuff up and teach him stuff? Mm-hmm. I would teach him how to control his powers. You mean like light up some light bulbs? or No. You mean like blow stuff up? We would go, we would go out into the forest and blow trees up. <laughs> Without trying to start a forest fire. <laughs> All right. Is that what you got? I guess so. Okay. Okay. Well, round one was a little bit unfair, I think. Yeah. Um, since you didn't know too many. Say anything about Disney Channel. I'm winning. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think, I think so. So despite the fact that um, AJ picked a Pokemon that would literally set his house on fire just <laughs> By sitting around. Which one was it? Charizard? Charizard. But he also said that it would be able to carry him around and fly around. And, and he also added Squirtle in there. If you ever get stuck in the water, it can pull you around too. Oh. And then for good measure threw in Lucario and Greninja because they have sensitive spirits. So one point to AJ. AJ, I promise you if it's, get out I promise of you if it's Blade Blade. Hey. If it's Blade Blade or Disney Channel related, I win. <laughs> All right, so question number two. Question number two is actually a little bit more real. Okay. Is social media bringing us closer together as a people, or is it making us more lonely? Two minutes. Convince me of your position. 
starting now? Starting now. Okay. On the spot. Uh, I would say it would have to be. Um, it's debatable because it's certain it's certain things that bring us together and certain things that don't. Um, some videos, like if you're on TikTok, people try to make relate, relatable videos to your life, and like it depends what it it, it depends what you're in. Um, but I say most of it's bringing us together. We have we could find more things that you could find. In, uh, you'll find more things in common. Uh, you might find new people around the world. Like I see videos on TikTok. He'd be like, uh, "Put your birthday in the comments and see who has the same birthday as you." And I've seen a couple of people have the same birthday as me. Or uh, do you want to play Fortnite or something? So I see I see those types. Um, but with the I'm sounding like Gina Smith right now. Uh, um, but the political and economic state of the world right now with um the with the social media right now like if it's if if it's economics um it it might bring us apart cuz some people might be voting for Trump some might be voting for Biden well at that time yeah so whoever you're voting for that that makes people try to argue and stuff online Cause that started a big argument with with Trump, and then also it's like people who don't support the same religion on them who who post religious videos. Like I have friends that are Christians. I'm Christian too, and they send me Christian videos. And then I see some people in the co- comments that are Muslim, and they would like, they would not like, they they be like, it, it sounds like because it says it says if you don't become Christian, you're going to go down there or whatever. So I guess, like, you shouldn't you shouldn't use social media bad. You should use it, like, the right way instead of trying to force people to your religion because we are free right now in some type of way. <clears throat> so your answer is yes, it's making us better, but has the potential to make us worse. Yes. It's all in the hands of the user. Brilliant. Very nuanced. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be a politician someday. Guys, I'm telling y'all, I won this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't 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 count your points before you get them. Okay, how long? Okay. I'll see AJ! You I'm kind of scared. You are kind of scared. Yes. So, what were you doing out there? Watching TikTok. You were on TikTok while you were out in the hallway? Yeah, yeah it's totally well, that's a, not serious. That's, a, that's appropriate then. What this, do you mean? <laughs> this, one is totally, this one is totally not serious. I wish you people at home could see AJ's face. He's like a deer in headlights. Like you just realized he walked into a trap. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> My question to you. Is social media bringing us closer together as a people, or is it making us more lonely? This is seriously your question? This is seriously the question. Okay, um, he's going to get destroyed. <laughs> this is bringing us closer together as people and bringing us closer together, I think, as a community. Because this right now, what we're doing is social media. It's bringing, uh, bringing our community together. At least what I think it is doing. 
and also YouTube, TikTok, a bunch of other stuff. There could be some really bad stuff on there, but still, it's very good for people who are going for a lot of stuff. And like sometimes when I was in like my depression phase and I would see somebody upload a video, I'd be so happy. That's something something that some people don't understand about certain type of YouTubers or certain social media apps. And other things I want to add to that is it's not destroying us at all. I mean, a little bit it might be destroying us, a little bit it might be corrupting the little old kids. But that's my reasoning. And that's what I have to say. I appreciate your rosy optimism. Uh-huh. I, I I think a lot of folks at home, especially if they're of an older generation, will will hear the question and they'll say, social media is the worst thing that's ever happened and it's destroying the entire world. And the kids these days don't know what it's like to kick a can down the street like I did. And uh, <laughs> Trust me, we do. We do. <laughs> but we have other things to do. You still kick cans down the street? Yes. Yeah? I do. I play soccer with them. Oh, okay. Yes. Kick the can is alive and well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I do appreciate your, your optimism that made me feel a little bit hopeful. I also really appreciate Corey's nuanced answer. Um, and you missed it, in which he described ways that it could both be a force for good and potential for harm and highlighting the fact that it's not the medium itself but the the user and the way that we choose to use it and whether we choose to be used by it or be the ones in control. So that point goes to Corey just for the nuance though what did I say that enthusiasm was is, was hard to say no to go out there buddy you don't All mind right. me going first again no you, we were taking turns. <laughs> All right. So I have just given you a new pet. I hope you're excited. Uh-huh. It's a pet unicorn. Ah. Turns out unicorns are real. And I have just given you one as a pet. Now, what I need you to do for all the folks at home who are now going to run out and go buy another a unicorn for themselves, in two minutes or less, I need you to explain to our listeners, how to properly care for a unicorn. Okay. How to properly care for a unicorn. First, you want to start by grooming. It's like, um, I think it's called a mane. They have a mane, just like a lion, but shorter. And you want to start by grooming their tail. You want to get them all wet. Like, you want to, like, wet them. Like, put, like, you know, water on them. And then... You want to scrub them. It's not like they're a car, but you want to like start scrubbing them. <laughs> you want to wash them like like they're um, a pet, like like a pet like a pet dog, but instead it's a horse. Get like a big bail or pail, whatever it's called, a pail, and then dump it on top of them with a bunch of unicorn-friendly soap. Make sure it has a little bit of rainbow dust in it too. Because of course they love you know they love rainbows, and a little bit of Lucky Charms too. <laughs> Where do you get rainbow dust from? <laughs> the end of the rainbow. <sighs> the end of the rainbow. The, can you get it on Amazon? Or do you have to physically go get it yourself? <laughs> you can either go get it physically yourself, or you can go get it on Amazon, or pet stores, or anywhere basically. But they could be outside because sometimes rainbows don't come very often. 
And if it's a triple rainbow, it depends on how exotic your unicorn is. If it has a big, big horn, you want to get triple rainbow dust. If it has a tiny, tiny horn, get it just rainbow dust. If it has a medium-sized horn, get a double rainbow dust. Okay, you got that, people at home? Hopefully they do. I hope you wrote that down. That sounds very important. And also make sure it doesn't start shooting rainbows out of its butt, please. Also important. That can be very destructive. <laughs> and how do you stop one from doing that? Get it fixed. <laughs> so it's like when a cat is spraying, is yes, what you're saying. That's, that's how exactly. they mark their territory with rainbows? Yes. Mm. Wow. No but wonder everyone butt. wants these. Bad other butt. Mm, of course. Because <laughs> how else would it work? <laughs> okay. It. Okay, sounds good. Corey! <sighs> Pull down your mic a little bit. Seems a little high. There you go. A little bit more. Oh, even better. Is that closer. better? That's perfect. That's perfect. Because you're going to want to be right on the mic for this one. Because uh, congratulations. I have uh, given you a brand new pet. It's in my car. I'm going to bring it in afterwards. I need you to take care of this. They're really hard to find, but they are all the rage right now because it turns out that unicorns are real. They've been discovered and now they've been domesticated and you can buy them at pet stores. They're very expensive. How much were they? Uh, I'd, I'd rather not say on on this podcast because I'm my wife that. is listening and if she knows how much I've spent, I'm going to be in big trouble. So my question to you and for all of our listeners who are now going to run out and buy one is how do you properly care for a pet unicorn? Well, if you did not know of all the unicorn's powers, <clears throat> I don't have to take care of it. It will take care of me. I would ride that unicorn around town. Um, <laughs> monster, you know, you know, one monster's weakness? Unicorns. What monster? Like, all of them. It's unicorns. I learned that, like, a couple of weeks ago. So, like, I wouldn't be scared. Well, I would be scared of the unicorn. Because, <laughs> cause, like, <laughs> oh, look, it's something in the alley. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> it's going, it's... What's, what's the thing on top again? A horn? Yeah, it's going, it's going, it's going, um, it's going to strike out a uh, rainbow, rainbow, uh, rain, a rainbow blast coming out his horn. <laughs> I'm going to say charge. <laughs> <laughs> he snorted. What do you feed this thing? What do I feed it? Well, a unicorn is just like a horse. So I'll probably feed it like some carrots, monsters, <laughs> bad people. What, it eats the bad people? Uh, okay. No. I would make it lick the bad people. Stop, unicorn, stop. No, not stop it until you stop your bad deeds. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. You said try to be as funny, so <laughs> I I can't argue with that. Yeah, and that's solid. It is. That's um, solid. If I had to say one more thing, oh well, that's what I eat. I would work it out though. Like 
if, if you being with me, you're getting worked to a bone, especially during summertime because I'm a lawn. So, like, I'm going to attach something onto you. You're putting my lawnmower. You're, right, you're riding with my lawnmower. Better not fall. <laughs> oh, I'm going to make you run around the whole town ten times without getting caught. You know how hard that is? Yeah. <laughs> and... I'm going to pick you up and slam you. I'm joking. I'm joking because you're a unicorn and you would probably like use your rainbow blast on me. Like, mm-hmm. uh, again. Um, so that's that's kind of scary if I had a pet unicorn, but I would love it. I would take care of it, but it would also take care of me. Mm. Way to turn that question around on me. Though what you didn't mention, and again, is important for our listeners at home, is that you need to make sure that your unicorn is properly fixed by the veterinarian or else it will be marking your house with rainbows as we learned earlier and, on from uh, AJ. And, uh, yeah. Make sure it's an accredited vet. It's going to do a lot. It's, gonna, hold on, it's not just going to be rainbows. It's going to be poopy emojis. Rainbow poopy emojis. Well, that that is kind of what AJ said. You guys are on the same page. I'm so glad you've done your research on, rain, on uh, unicorns. That's important. It's an important topic, I think, because this is going to get a lot more popular as as uh, people people listen to this podcast and and learn about learn about them. He said the part where he said I was something in the alley. He started dying. I said, "You, if I hear something in the alley, I'm telling you to attack." What if it's just like some old man taking out his trash? I'm attacking the old man too. You should never startle me, especially if. All right, so if it's light out, all right, you're you're slide, you're you're gonna slide. But if it's dark out, attack! Rainbow blast right there. Poop on his head. Oh man, you and your unicorn are gonna make it like two days before the cops show up to the house. (laughs) The cops. We've gotten reports about a. (laughs) An uh, unlicensed unicorn in the borough. <laughs> unlicensed? They're not going to find me. I'm going to go to unicorn land. I'm going to be like, yo, make a rainbow right there. And we're going ri- ri- to ride up the rainbow. We're like, yeah, I'm Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to say bye. Oh, I'm going to say it like an NPC. Bye. Yeah, keep on riding up the rainbow. I'm gonna be like, here's my pot of gold. Let me go back down and buy some food and supplies for us. Uh, go back down, all the way, like all the way across the world. Well, across the United States, because I don't know how to speak any other language, and they're mm. probably not gonna understand me. Mm. Then I am going. Up. I'm going back, but I'm gonna have to hide him. So, so I think I'm, a, I'm up. Who I'm, won? Hold on, I'm not done. Uh, I'm gonna paint. I'm gonna paint. I'm gonna paint my unicorn. I'm gonna paint my unicorn brown, or 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 just try to put some on his head. Um, so I'm gonna make sure I can only go out on like Easter, Halloween, and Christmas, cause I can make it look like a deer. I don't know. A free horn deer. You've thought way too much about this. I'll give you the point for that. I didn't have to think. My mind just said whatever. My mind just knew what I needed to say. So I won? You got that point. All right. How's it feel? <laughs> How's it feel? Yo, yo. But yeah. you, all right, who's going first this back. time? Can I go Me. first again? Because this man keeps getting all the points. Me. 
I'm going first again. I let him I'm go at, first. Because he just went first. I let him go first then. All right. He's going first? Yep. All right. You're going to go hang out in the hallway? Yep. All right. So partially inspired by your last answer in which you, uh, when faced with adversity in Pottstown, decided to uh, leave and and move instead to Unicorn Land. I think I know what you're going to ask. What am I going to ask? She, if I had one place in the world, oh, where would I move? Nope. Oh. Nope. Because why would you ever want to leave Pottstown? There's an amazing borough with incredible people who have such unity and grit and love for each other that this is the best place in the world. So what's the best play what's the best part of Pottstown? In two minutes or less. Tell me what's the best part of the borough. What is it called? City Hall, community hall, whatever you call it, wherever they have the the town meetings at. Because mm-hmm. yeah, the whole town gets to speak freely on whatever they want to say. Um because my grandma goes there because she's a member of our of our church. So she has to go there and take notes. And she gets to speak freely about whatever to the town council or whatever you call it. Uh, for me, if it's the summertime, it's either Spruce Creek Courts because it's so easy to get along with people, especially when you're trying to play basketball. Because you just be like, do you want to play? And then... It's just a, yes, a simple yes or a no. And um, we just uh, were playing basketball the whole time. I, I met, like, at least 100 people now. Uh, I've only been down here for, like, a year. Um, but I met a lot of people at Spruce. I play, go to Spruce every day. My friend just called me asked me to go to Spruce. I said, I'm going to go after this. Um or it'd be the Ricketts Center. They have a gym there, and it's all for free. Um, all you have to do is get your paper signed, uh, and you can buy snacks, Gatorades, and stuff. They got indoor, outdoor, indoor, outdoor basketball court, uh, gym. The kids are allowed to be in there. The adults are allowed to be in there. Uh, they got a game room. They got a Wii, a pool table. It's like here, but just like here. Mm. But it's open longer. Hmm. I like that. That's good answers. I like that you answered for both of us. And that you brought up the fact that the uh, uh, citizens are allowed to speak their mind at borough hall meetings. All right. So how long have you lived in Pottstown? My entire life. Your entire life. Okay. So as a lifelong resident, you are qualified to answer this question. Okay. And that is, what is the best part of Pottstown? Yeah. Okay. The food. Ooh. Oh. Tell me more. I was thinking of places. We have the best of restaurants, I think, around. Like, screw all the big, big restaurants like <laughs> McDonald's, Wendy's, Domino's, Burger King. I can't even file some more. We got Meisberg Coven. We got Menino's. We have... I'm so thinking. We three have brothers. Um, I'm a cousin. Yeah, it's supposed to be quiet. We have three brothers. Thank you for telling me. Um, we got a lot. All right, so don't be messing up our food. All right, and also the people in Pottstown. Some people can be total jerks if you don't know them, but if you know if you know them, they can be amazing. Like people that go here, especially. 
Hmm. Um, one another thing is the roads. I mean, the roads are good. I mean, some roads in this town are really good to skateboard on, to ride on, ride a bike on, ride a scooter on, everything like that. Hmm. But yeah, overall, that's my answer. You know, the two things, the two first things I noticed about Pottstown were that this is the only place outside of South Jersey and Philly where you can get a decent hoagie. And I have been all over PA, and it is amazing how how hard it is to find a good hoagie outside of Pottstown. Yep. And that the people here are just so committed and loyal to each other and like will fight tooth and nail for each other so much. Uh, it is so true. Like if you are one of us here in Pottstown, you have a whole borough of a family who is going to make sure that you are taken care of. You know, when uh, people were organizing buses to go to Harrisburg to fight for school funding. Yeah. And we're getting from different towns and boroughs and cities around Pennsylvania to go to uh, to Harrisburg. Do you know which borough, town, city, whatever had the most people represented? Wasn't Philly? Was it? Wasn't one of those big places out there? It was Pottstown. We had tw- what twelve hundred people showed up and went out, and so many people went to Harrisburg that the the PA government passed a law saying how many people were allowed to be in the building wow. because we flooded them. Because when Pottstown wants to fight for its people, we uh, do. Yeah, you better not be in the way. So, that's a point for hoagies and for uh, and and for people. And uh, I, I I went to I went to uh, so he won that one. Ice House last night and mm. had. Mm, just an amazing chicken parm sandwich. I went to Mike's, uh, had a pizza. I might have to get one after this. I know. Now that you mentioned it, Mike's Pizza, now I'm now I'm thinking about it. See, this is the problem with Potsdam. There's too many good thing, places to eat and new restaurants opening all the time. <sighs> all of our listeners are hungry now. All right. So the score is tied two to two. And this is our final tiebreaker. Now for this one. Nobody has to leave. Everyone stays in here. You can talk to each other. You can interrupt each other. The goal, your goal right now, is that you need to convince me that you are not actually middle school Pottstown human beings. I got you. I know what he means. I got him. That you are actually extraterrestrials who are scouting this planet. <laughs> and I, I love this part. You are scouting out this planet for a potential new home. And you think that, you know what? I do kind of like this place and I think this might be a good home for us, but we got to introduce ourselves first. And so now you guys have to convince me that you are actually aliens looking for a new home. All right, so you think you're, at, I, you're telling me that you are actually an extraterrestrial who is scouting out the planet. Come on, you're just trying to get out of doing your uh, doing your work. Planet zero point two zero one, where we have 
the newest technology. It's not funny. With the newest technology <laughs> of anything you've ever seen. Beep boop. Beep boop. Beep boop. The bop. newest technology? Like Boy, what kind of technology? You talking right now. You look, you look like beep boop. Bop, boop, bop. <laughs> gig, big, gig, you be you. Is that a language? Uh, uh, what are you saying? That's our native language, but we also speak English. <clears throat> uh, that is not being able to communicate. That is not able to be communicated in English. Not on a podcast. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Do I have to censor you? Uh, is there going to be some alien who's going to be offended by that? Probably. Mm-hmm. Yes. But anyway. <sighs> I, These... 0.102, the planet I live on, and mm. we're not in Mars. We're further out in the galaxy. We're in a planet that's not even found yet. But it's found by our species. But, but we have everything you could ever imagine. But... The thing is, you can't imagine it because it's not even out yet. Yeah, I have well, no idea what I'm supposed to imagine. So tell me, tell me, tell me what color it is. What color is your planet sky? It's chrome. <clears throat> it's chrome. I'm not from his planet. <clears throat> Are you from nearby or different multiverse? I most of the things that are happening right now. I already lived. Like me, I'm about to sneeze in three, two. One. Oh. And somebody's about to cough soon. Uh, anyways. <laughs> so you're telling me you're from a universe that has already happened, and so you know the future? So basically, I'm from a universe that is similar to this one, but... Most of us have different occupations. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's not true at all. You know what? It's not true? I helped the Egyptians build their pyramids. You cannot do that. I didn't have to do that. I made Egyptians. (laughs) 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 Uh, Y'all know know what unicorns are, right? No, don't. I've heard about unicorns uh, recently. You know, unicorns are real. They're not real. They're real. They They are real on our planet, but they look like they have three eyes. You have three eyes, aliens? Mines have 16. Uh, uh, you think your planet is extraordinary? My multiverse is extraordinary. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by multiverse? You know, he doesn't mean anything because his multiverse is not real. I live in a multi-dimensional, multi-dimensional universe. Travel different dimensions, travel different planets, travel different universes, travel different galaxies. Well, if you could travel all that way, then why why would you want to be here on yeah. Earth? Huh. Earth hmm. the only place where you guys have actually advanced almost as far as us. Well, your guys are in the middle. Hmm. Alright, if you want me to be honest, we're just here to eat you. You want to learn more about you so we can just take over the planet. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not about to do that. You're here to eat us? Yeah, uh, we just want to learn more about the planet. I lied. <sighs> you guys might even have some aliens on your planet too, waiting. Wait, waiting, waiting for what? Just to do something. Y'all know who the, y'all know who King Arthur is. I, I mean, we've had. That is my boyfriend. I mean, we haven't met. At, did did well, he die a thousand years ago? Yeah, he died like a couple thousand years ago. Oh, our planet and our universe. And Morgan, Morgan, I fought Mor- Morgana. Um, I kind of picked her up. So and, how old are you? And drop slammed her. I mean, if I had to count. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, three. <laughs> yeah. Well, about thirty thousand years ago. <laughs> he counted that on his hands. About thirty thousand years ago, I was sixty million years old. So. You're a little boy to me. I'm a billion years old. <laughs> so sixteen million. <laughs> little boy. So sixteen million thirty thousand. Do you get bored being that old? Two eighty four. Um, well, do I get bored? No, because like I could transform into anything like this. Y'all see this? I can't see it. it <laughs> on a podcast. No, y'all on a podcast. <laughs> Use your imagination. Y'all too. Can y'all see this? It's it's a block. It's straight, but it can transform into a cube. It can keep on transforming into different things. Like this. Now it looks like an L. Uses my own invention against me. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Yes, yes, I did. Or uh, anyway. Hey. So so you guys are here to eat us? Is uh, you both you both agree with that? No, no. no. I love the planet. Right. I love the humans. Okay. The humans are amazing. But you do have some aliens hiding among the planet. What what are they doing? Why are they hiding here? They're hiding because they just they're like regular humans. Different. Mm. Are they gonna like jump out at us and be like, hey, we're aliens, or do they want to stay that way? They want to stay human. Well, anyways. they are basically human, but they'll know that they're aliens. So we'll never know. They, and they'll never know. <coughs> and they'll so never know. My um, from Ooh. my world. No way to prove that. <clears throat> oh yes, yeah, sorry, multiverse man. From my world, we don't we don't have humans. Well. That's kind of sad. Anymore, at least. <laughs> Did you eat them all? So we thought the humans were our friends, and this is probably going to happen to you. We thought the humans were our friends. We tried to work. We tried to work together with them, and then they turned on us, and they try, They came at us with pitforks, and they tried to kill us. Wait, when did you try to take over? What year was that? Because pitchforks, these guys <laughs> nowadays they have modern artillery. I think they have I think it was like they eighteen. Have, I think it was like eighteen ninety. Yeah, we're in twenty twenty three. Well, we don't have. We're in twenty twenty three. Well, uh, we don't have any more. We don't have any more humans on our planet Earth, but we have other planets in our in our system, like uh, Mars, and you'll find out it is another species of aliens on Mars, but we don't mess with them because they turned on us. They took our princess that I very much loved, even though even though King Arthur was my Stop boyfriend. I'm so sorry for your loss. That I'm sounds not, terrible. I'm not. It sounds confusing as well, but because, sad. Because your princess is not even real. You're an imagination. Because their aliens are just a figurative in our mind. So what are you? <clears throat> what are you? I, I ate, I ate, I will eat your human beings. Matter of fact, meow, bring me up. <laughs> I wish this was a video podcast. <laughs> you are now talking to the leader. So so let me let me summarize <clears throat> real this quick. This is the leader Yo, of he planet Earth. He has to summarize. Uh, he's... he's his, his eyes are this, rolling back into the, top, into the back of his head. This is the leader of planet Earth. He's channeling. Well, everybody on Earth was dead. The leader. Planet Earth. No, all the, one, Earth, nine, all the humans on his planet are dead. He's but, come here to eat us. 
I've been located by uh, my extraterrestrial friend E.T. He told me that it's another planet, another system in the multiverse that's named Earth, but you don't have our number 1943. And uh, it's aliens that say that they're like humans. I just want to warn you that the humans will one day turn on you. They will all turn on you. They will come after you. Just be quiet, you, you supreme leader. Oh, right. Supreme leader. Hey, su- supreme. think about this. Yeah. Supreme leader, can I? Can I? Can I? Um, can I jump in real quick? Because uh, you know, just running out of running speak, out of time here. Speak, human being. Um, thank you. I just, He's I just want to try to summarize what I'm hearing. Okay. So, what you're telling me is you are a race of beings that come from the multiverse from a different world in a different timeline that is aware of future events and has had quite a few run-ins with other creatures, it seems, that you had humans on in, in your place, but they turned on you in the 1800s. And y- you you were with the, uh, the, the Martians too, but they stole your girlfriend and she was our princess. You you also were really uh, familiar with, with King Arthur. Seems like you've been around for hundreds of thousands of years. But you also say that your your end goal wait, here is wait, to eat all wait, humans. Please, please, please. Too many multiverse variations. I okay. cannot stay here well, for much longer. While you stabilize, uh, I, I, I want to... I want to talk to my other friend over here who is from from our reality, from our universe, but from a planet that is outside of the solar system that is just a series of numbers. It's out of the known universe, actually. Sure. Um, you all are similar to us, very technologically advanced, and you've come here before. You helped to build the pyramids. You have been uh, having... Your alien children here, it seems, they walk among us. Yes, and but they, they look like humans. They look like humans, and they're not even quite sure who they are. You're, you're trying to integrate within humanity on, on Earth. You you come bearing gifts. You know LeBron James? Technology. That man's an alien. You know, I should have no known No man should it. be able to play basketball that good. I should have known it. <clears throat> Do y'all want to see my princess? No one wants to see your princess. Nobody. This is Princess Caldaria. That's my mighty She's fine beautiful. princess. But yeah, um anyways, continue. Yeah, so um, and this is our supreme you have, you have come here <laughs> and are offering you, you uh, shall not mock my supreme l- looking leader. for a home, looking for um uh peace, it sounds like. Yes. And just a place to raise your babies. Just and, a place uh, to, don't we all want that? Just a place to have more fun with other species because and all, we have different dimensions. This guy only has multiverses, where other realities do come true. But dimensions, we can create dimensions. Oh, sure, that's right. You are a multi-dimensional being, so you exist in higher planes of existence than us. Uh, I mean, that's beyond my pay grade. I'm just a, I'm just a mm. humble podcast producer over here. Well, so if I am going to accept one of you aliens into our world. I would really rather accept the one that's not going to eat us um, and and who comes from a place that has a bit more peace and stability, it sounds. So um, AJ, what's your real what's your real name? 
Martian man. But Martian, your name is Martian man. You're not from Mars. He stole that. But you stole it. Okay. Martian manhunter. Martian manhunter. That's me and my brothers. <laughs> that is trademark DC so, comics. So he's, no, he's hunting you because <laughs> no. Martian like man I hunter. Said, like I said, we have we can create our own dimensions, and in that dimension, he's my brother. So are you sure Stingly. he's not hunting you because his name is Martian man hunter? No. I'm Martian Man Jr. Okay. Well, Martian Man Jr., welcome to Earth. Congratulations. I will uh, introduce you to our supreme leader and hopefully get you a place place over here. I hope he doesn't fall up the steps again. And uh, and and you you uh, you terrifying human eating multiversal creature over here. I hope that you find a new planet or at least a new uh, a new universe to terrorize because I would rather not get eaten. You want to see a trick? <laughs> I could turn my neck three sixty. Again, not translating very well to audio, but. Here we are. <laughs> are you okay? Oh no. Oh no. We have a broken alien in the studio. <sighs> He's dying. Well, I think that makes AJ our winner. You're right. Bro? Three to two. Wait, he actually won that? Uh, he, yes, because your version was terrifying. <laughs> but you said to make it seem like you're an alien, right? I, I mean, well, hold on. What was the question? What was the question? Well, he, he offered I wanted you to convince me that you were actually an alien having come here um, to scout out the planet. Exactly. And you were scouting out the planet because him. you were looking for a snack. And no. <laughs> I mean, I, you were... I, you were very entertaining. We we didn't know that y'all were going to turn on us, so we was just warning them that y'all might turn on them. Oh, you wait. So, wait. On your home planet, when somebody turns on you, you eat them? That's cannibalism. Humans don't turn on people. We're a wonderful species. They came at us with pitchforks and fire. That sounds like more like vampires. That sounds like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I quit. He wins. You're right. <laughs> Thank you for the first... Uh, Thank you for playing our our game on the spot for the first time. Um, If we get a larger group next time, uh, you could compete against other people. And uh, maybe we can even make a bracket and you can have a championship. You both did incredible today. Your brains are so creative. Well done. Especially somebody. Especially somebody. Thank you for your insights. How do we end episodes? Well, this is Pasta Voices. This is Corey. This is AJ. And this is Pods Down Voices. Yay. Hooray. (laughs) (laughs) Me, 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 me. Unicorn Blast. Yay. Thank you for tuning in to the Creative for Greatness podcast. Check out our website at striveinitiative.org for more information. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss the next episode. Tell a friend, spread the word, and be great. Clap it up! Clap it up! We out.